Join coaches Mary C. Hartfield and Rebecca Thomas as they speak on the things most people want to know but might not be willing to talk about. Dive in with us for off-the-cuff conversations around diverse topics and gain insight and guidance to help you live a more purpose-filled life. Hello, welcome to Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mary C. Hartfield, living life on purpose coaching and wellness advocate. And I'm more than a life coach and the energy architect, Rebecca Thomas. Mary, here we are again. (laughs) I know it. it. Another week, I'm still in the nice weather down in Atlanta. So Uh nice. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the snow. I'm in the snow, but we're one week closer to spring, right? <laughs> yeah, one week closer. But the, what does it mean when the ground the groundhog saw his shadow? So is it six more weeks? Uh, if he if he comes out and sees his shadow, I think if he stays out, spring is here. But if he goes back in his hole, that's when there's six six more weeks. I never pay attention to that though. Like, <laughs> but it's Groundhog Day. Everyone likes to look at it. it's just right. like farmers almanac. Oh my gosh. That out and saying what it says every year. <laughs> or like you have the grandmother's like, oh, I feel my bones are getting stiff. It's going to be cold today. You know, yep. sometimes that's more accurate. I feel like, oh yeah, that's true. But you hate when they have those dreams about, I had dreams about fish. Someone's pregnant, you know, you, oh, hate man. <laughs> you hear that. It's like so funny. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about one of my favorite words for my clients, which is capacity. So we're talking about what it means. Um, We've talked about letting go before in one of our podcasts, and I think everybody's pretty familiar with the phrase too busy. Um, And boundaries are trending right now. So it's looking at how all of those things play together um, and relate to what our capacity is and how that phrase can be life-changing for not just ourselves, but for other people too. Right. Oh, that's so true. Um, It's so true. And I think a lot of it is that, um, especially if we're talking about parents, I'm, thank God my, um, I don't know how your parents do it, but thank God my kids are grown and they're adults. I don't have to worry about trials in school, but I think parents, um, they're trying to do everything Mm -hmm. and do they have the capacity to do it where there's so many tutors and everybody else that they can hire to help them with doing that. Is that what we're talking about a little bit? It is what we're talking about. And it's also like, it's, it's that kind of thing, but it's also one of the reasons I love to use it with my clients so much is because sometimes we can say like, I don't have the energy for it, or I'm too busy for it. And we end up like having to give such a, a long explanation or having people need to understand or know that, which they don't really need to, it's just whether or not we decide that that's okay to share with them. But capacity just kind of is an amazing word to take all of those things where you just can't right, for whatever reason and tie it into like a really nice package that when you say it to somebody, it just comes across really well most of the time, it seems like. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really saying, do you have the capacity to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, do something um you know do you have the experience to do something you know mm-hmm. it's just really checking what's the capacity that you have and I think also figuring that out for individually is because it it means you're not doing what you shouldn't be doing 
mm-hmm. a lot of times. You know, a lot of times people, you know, as I said before, no is a sentence. Uh-huh. It is, it is an answer where sometimes that, you know, we're saying yes to things that we don't have the capacity to do it mm-hmm. at all. And I feel that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's a place where people can really overextend themselves. So it's a good word to practice as well as use, but it's, it's so many people, it feels like more and more people are, are trying to do more, put more on their plates for some reason, instead of realizing like you have limitations, this unrealistic expectation that we set this unrealistic standard of being able to do all the things especially right now when we're navigating so many new things and so much uncertainty is sometimes like I think you've probably been seeing this too but there have been a lot of articles popping up over the last couple of weeks about how people are hitting like this invisible wall because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. And even though you can't put language around that, that is still reflective of what your capacity is. So that's one of the reasons it's such a beautiful word. Right. Yeah, it it is. And I think too, is because um, part of it is that when we think about our capacity, Mm -hmm. what we can handle in any situation, it changes the whole dynamics of relationships. Yeah. Deal with people. You know, when you know your limits of what you can do and what you can't do, because a part of this, you know, I think, um, you know, part of it is, it's like you say, is your cup half empty or half full, you know, and that's a mindset right there. Uh-huh. You know, do, you know, somebody's, oh, my cup is half full. I'm like, mm, is it really? <laughs> you know, they're like, what do you mean? I said, oh, so your mind, so are you optimistic or you're mm-hmm. not? or what when someone says oh my cup is you know is half full did I say half full half empty half full you said half full yep okay you're looking at totally different yep you know of how your aspect and looking at it and part of that is understanding your capacity Mm -hmm. your ability to do things you know I know my limit you know I know I need so many hours of sleep in order to function where if I add so many things to my schedule, I'm not going to get that sleep that I mm-hmm. need. So then there's limits to what I can do. Right. And I love that you were talking about a cup because one of the things that I, I looked up for this podcast and something I'm sure we've all heard before too, is the thing where the teacher takes this, I think it was a cup or a jar and he starts yeah. filling it with all these things. So he's got rocks and pebbles and, and gravel and sand and that whole experiment is reflective of what capacity is. You know, you've got your day-to-day actions that you have to take. You've got your, um, your emotions and your energy and who you are as a person and what those needs are and, and what your responsibilities are in the home and in the workplace and with your kids and with your parents and your siblings and your friends and everybody else too. So, you know, in that experiment with a teacher, he ends up, I think he was taking, what did he do? The sand first, I think. And then he tried to put, you know, the rocks and the pebbles and layer them. And he started yep. with the smallest thing first and filled it up to the top. But he was like, you know, can you fit any more in? And they were like, no. But then when you did it the opposite way, where he put the biggest thing in first, like, what are yep. your biggest responsibilities? What are your biggest emotions? What are the biggest things that you need for yourself? Like your non-negotiables 
put those in first and then add the next layer and then add the next layer and then add the next layer so that the things that need to get done are actually done and you're still honored, but there's room for everything. And you also know like, okay, we can't fit any more in. Like it's just right. not happening. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, that's, and I think that's prime about, you know, what is your non-negotiables? Mm-hmm. But also, what are those big things in life that you don't have a choice that you have to do? That you so, have to do. Yep. You have to do that. You can't change that or whatever like that. Yeah, that illustration I always love. That is yep. so great. Everyone always guesses wrong when you switch it up and not realizing that. And I think that's too is that it's okay when you know you reach your capacity to switch it up or say no or let people know, you guys, I'm right here. Right. I got to do something different. And I think that's great for families and friends and, and teams too, whether it's, you know, a sports team or whether it's a professional team at work, because going back again, like that's just you leading by example, you know, that's why do we have such unrealistic expectations for ourselves when if somebody else did the same thing, most of the time we'd be like, oh, wow, okay, let's like, let me try that. Well, why can't we flip that around and be that for somebody else? So that's how I always look at it. Like if I'm talking about where my limitations are and, and being vulnerable enough to share that, but also leading by example in that way, that gives everybody else the same permission and just builds that communication and that transparency so that you can also be incredibly honest And I think when we feel seen and heard in that way too, that we also function at a higher level because we feel seen and heard, you know, we're, we're respecting where each other is. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I I think part of what you said is that when we realize our limitations and what our capacity is or what we can or cannot do, you're giving permission to other people to recognize their own. Yep. You know, we're, you know, this whole thing where, you know, especially with the internet going on, you know, TikTok, you know, you like, oh, these challenges and everything going on, but do you have the capacity to do that? And why are you trying to keep up with them? Mm-hmm. You know, so it gives other people to say, no, um, I don't have to. She's mm-hmm. not doing it. Why do I have to do it? Right. You know, in that example, and it's also in your family. You know, Mm -hmm. your kids or whatever like that, you know, with, I know coming up, my kids did sports Mm -hmm. and all my, um, my oldest one, I think the last time when their school won a, a went far, my oldest was on it. The next time they went far, my next child was on it. And then when the girls went, my daughter was on it. So when my, and then also when he walked into the school, he looks like his, um, his sec, his um, second oldest brother. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, why are you on the wall already? Well, he was athlete of the year. My daughter was athlete of the year. Pictures on the wall of the school. So people come in there. So he felt like, and they're triple threat. So they mm-hmm. were three sport. He felt that he had to do it. But yet the capacity mm-hmm. and skills or abilities to do it, to keep mm-hmm. up with them. It took him, I think, to finally when it was his, South junior year, he realized, what am am I doing? Why am I trying to go with them? And then it stopped. And it was, Mm -hmm. it was a whole relief because then he's, he joined robotics team. He did other leadership things. He's all into technology and graphic design. The first year he went into um, business professional America, he was in the top 10 
that you know if he had, I think you got to be in seven to go to Nashville but being his first year he got in the top 10 mm-hmm. for his design so he found out his Nick his area what the capacity he had to do rather than chasing after someone else's right you know and that's what we do in life you know we put that pressure and there's other pressures come in where we need to realize okay what is what can I my capacity what can I do based on what skills and abilities I have Yeah. And I mean, myself personally, and this is probably true for you too, as a coach, that's one of the main things I feel like I help my clients unlearn is that they are chasing somebody else's dream or expectation Mm -hmm. instead of sitting still with themselves and really what realizing where their limitations are, but also how do you want to live? Like, are you doing what you want to do? So between the permission and just honoring who you are authentically, like those two are so huge to me. Oh yeah. And, and it is because you always have to say, okay, so why you do, well, my husband is this and that. What, what's that got to do with it? You know, uh-huh. it's just, I remember when 2000, oh, I don't know what year was that the bank been there almost 23 years. They were getting rid of my position and I could have went back to being branch manager, but you know, that's like a six day job sometime mm-hmm. to a manager again. And I told my husband, Hey, this was going on. I'm just going to do my business full time. He was like, okay. And he supported me, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's more as people are finding out what their capacity they can or cannot do that. You need the support of that spouse or, um, that, um, partner, you need support mm-hmm. of your family to get that from it. And it was, it was a relief to have that support. You know, that means he was like, okay, till you build it up. He, he had my back on that. And that's what people need to do. And People they need to build a capacity that you want, or even not to overfill what you're trying to do is that you need support of other people. And that's so important to it. Yeah. And I mean, even hearing you say that, I don't know if I've ever thought of, I think I knew like deep down I knew, but I don't think I've ever intentionally thought about the piece between what your support looks like and what you have the capacity to do. But even as you say it, like, I know it's so true for me, my own experience going into business for myself and talking to my boyfriend about it. Like that was the pivotal moment for me. Just telling him, like, I don't know what this looks like. I just know I'm supposed to do it and I have to do it. And I need you to trust me. And I, if I just need you to trust me and believe that I'm going to do everything I can to make it work and take it from there. And he was like, okay, no problem. But because he is that person that I can lean on, that allows me to like, I, it's like your mind isn't busy with all that sand being, you know, dropped in the jar, trying to figure out all these other pieces, because you don't have to figure them out. You can lean on them. You can trust them. And he's one of those pieces for me. So I love that, that you brought that up. Yeah. Cause I mean that, you know, that's why, um, that's what, and I think I kind of miss right now, especially during the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, you know, with him not being here longer, just having that support because we both were business minded. I could jump, you know, I can drop ideals or bounce ideals off of him and stuff and respond. So part of that is making sure that you have those people surrounding you mm-hmm. that can help you. And then also for people to say, you know what, Mary, go sit down somewhere. Yeah. Okay. You know? <laughs> Kind of like my mom. Like you so, got a blind spot right now. You have no I, idea you are at your limit, but go I, sit in the corner. Young lady. My mom was like, you cook too much. <laughs> you 
know, that's because, you know, I'm just used to 11 o'clock when I get done with my 11 o'clock or whatever, if I'm doing a webinar, training webinar, I go down, I cook for two days and then, yeah. you know, me, my son and I are all set or whatever, but here it's like, it's overwhelming. And them, you know, she's like, oh, but yeah, you still want food. Mm-hmm. You know, so part of that is just, you know, every, and, and I think part of that's the communication and understanding whatever, and then knowing. So then I was like, okay, this is your, my sister who I'm here to help. I go, oh, this is your week to cook. Mm-hmm. So I sit back, don't cook. Yep. And see what happens. Right. But so, understanding. Mm-hmm. So wrapping up, what would be your, your last word of wisdom or something else around capacity? I, I think my main thing is to support. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, when I do it with my clients a lot, who who can support you in this? Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about this is my passion, this is what I want to do, and I believe I have the capacity to do it. But that means you're leaving that job that you may be made, you know, whatever amount of money it is that handles um, helps your household. Mm-hmm. How are you going to replace that? Mm-hmm. Do you have someone at home that can say? can support you and say, you know, my husband, you know, he was like, oh, I got you. Don't worry about it. You know, you know, I'm losing all the money, you know, making, he was like, Oh, I got you till you mm-hmm. build up or whatever. And our, our family, it just kept flowing. It was not like, Oh my God, we're, right. we're losing this. Or we have stopped doing that. So, you know, you have to look at all of that, that mm-hmm. support you have, because you said, okay, part of building capacity or having a capacity is financials in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to remember that who's going to support you. So that support is huge in that, how you can support when you do things differently, who's going to support you in order for you to build your capacity and then making sure that your skills and abilities line up with that, mm-hmm. or whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. I would say probably the last thing I would want to inject would just be for people to practice using that word, you know, practice saying, especially if you have people in your life, or if you have standards and expectations professionally or personally, where people seem to constantly push things on you, Mm -hmm. try practicing using that word. I don't have the capacity for that right now. And just play with it a little bit and get a little, get, let it get a little bit of traction and get more comfortable so that you can start making more space because I'm a firm believer of when you say yes to no, you say no to something else. So if you're saying yes to all of these things, are you saying it because you have to do those things? Are you saying it because you're used to doing those things? Are you saying it because you want to do those things and really reflecting on those three pieces and then going back and saying, is this really something I need to do or I have to do? And if not, maybe I just tell them I don't have the capacity for it. Right. Exactly. That's good. Good last words. So, all right, everybody. Well, we're going to tie it up and we would love it if you could come follow us on all of our social media handles. We are off the coach cup or off the cuff coaching podcast. Let me trip over my words real quick on Instagram and then off the cuff coaching podcast on Facebook. We'd love it if you could leave us a review, follow us, share this with anybody that you think would enjoy it. And until next time. All right. Thank you. Talk to you later, Rebecca. Bye. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to Off the Cuff Podcast with Life Purpose Coach Mary C. Hartfield of Living Life on Purpose and more than a life coach and energy architect, Rebecca Thomas. 
Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, go and leave us a review, and tune in next time as we continue to talk about the hard things, bring them to light, and help you move through your life with a little more grace, curiosity, and realness.